Welcome back to Scarlet and Maze. This is Adam. This is Zach. Hey, uh, We're just going to jump right in uh, to some basketball. Mainly, we have a little bit of football later on. Um, but takeaways from Ohio State's and Michigan's last few games. Ohio State beat Towson by only 11 points. They beat Wisconsin by 18 points. I didn't even, like, look back at the Towson game. The Towson game was crazy because Towson just kept hitting a ton of threes but nothing else. I think I saw this on Twitter, and don't don't stat check me because this might, might not be right, but it'll be close to being right. I think they had, like, six rebounds in the second half. Dang. It was, like, it was just a weird game all around. But dominant win against Wisconsin was a ranked team at the time. Uh, I think Ohio State looks really good right now. And, like, they dominated a really good team in Wisconsin. Kyle Young, I'm just loving it. He's he's back, and he's coming off the bench, and he's just I just love how tough he is, and he's a scrapper, and he surprisingly shoots the ball really well. He's improved from – he was shooting like 10% from three his freshman year. Now in his super senior year or whatever it is, he's shooting 47% from three. He'll and calm down. In a two-game stretch um, from the Penn State game to the Towson game, he was six for six from three. Even if he does calm down a little bit. It's funny because it. I've never liked Kyle Young, and right now what I would give for Kyle Young's shooting on Michigan. Yeah, and like I think his ability to stretch the floor will take, will take the Buckeyes really far this season. Yeah. Uh, they're looking really good. E.J. Liddell's awesome. He's so good. I really wish he would have gone to Michigan. Was he considering Michigan? I don't know. I honestly didn't pay attention to this recruitment. So. I don't know. Uh, Michigan beat Nebraska 102-67. to and then lost to Minnesota 75-65. Uh, do you have any takeaways from that? I mean, I actually got both these picks wrong. Like, the last episode, I jokingly picked Nebraska right. because I thought it would have been really ironic and funny if they would have beat them after they were your um, sleeper pick, sleeper pick, hot take. Um, and then I picked Michigan to beat Minnesota because I thought, well, Michigan's going to be bouncing back. They're going to be winning games. But... Um, I think this is a really rough loss to Minnesota, especially considering that the Gophers are just coming off a loss to in-state rival Michigan State. But, I mean, yeah, I don't have much to say on that. Yeah, um, I wanted you to answer first because I think it leads right into our viewer basketball questions really well. What's wrong with Michigan? Is there any hope they turn it around? Um, I just think the biggest problem is a lack of shooting. So against Nebraska, they were making shots from the outside, which opened things up for Hunter Dickinson, which opened things up. From the outside, that was what worked so well last year. Shondi Brown could shoot. Mike Smith could shoot. Isaiah Livers could shoot. Franz Wagner was the worst shooter of that group, but he could shoot okay. And he, he could also drive and finish through traffic because he was so long. He would have those long finger rolls, whatever. Yeah. Um, Mike Smith, too, was a pretty good shooter off the dribble where Devontae Jones, A, can't shoot nearly as well, and B, takes forever to even get his shot up, which I don't understand. Like, you're not a big guy. How I don't understand when guards can't shoot. But there's a lack of confidence in people's shots, so people hesitate and pass, or they hesitate and dribble and then pass. And what's kind of hopelessly frustrating about it is the answer can't be to just shoot it when you catch it because maybe the lack of confidence is justified. Yeah. Uh, Michigan is a super young team outside of Eli Brooks and Devontae Jones and Brandon Johns, even though Jones is still... I mean, Jones is still new to the program. I think there's some upside still, but I think they're destined for the bubble unless, like, Kobe Bufkin and Zeb Jackson somehow 
break through and get on the court and actually shoot. Uh, yeah. There, Eli Brooks is the only one who's shooting well, consistently, mo most consistently. Caleb Houston is still just he makes everything or makes nothing, and it's m nothing more than often. <laughs> and then the other guys are just like Terrence Williams. I guess it's the same way where he'll he'll shoot super well, and then the next game he'll go over. Yeah, it's a, it seems like that's the case with most of the guys that are currently getting playing time. I've got to hope like Buffkin or Zeb Jackson gets on the court and actually shoots. But yeah, uh, what do you think? What's wrong with Michigan? Is there any hope they turn it around? Um, I agree with the shooting, and I think it's a huge a huge part is the team being so young. Like even their established superstar and Dickinson's only a true sophomore, and he really didn't play in front of fans. Like it's a different feel playing in front of fans and. I just think, like, I think they have there. There is hope for an improvement when you have such a young team, and I think that they. I think that they will improve. I think it helps that they're getting into a little bit softer part of the schedule. Usually, most teams schedule a softer part in December, going into conference play, and I think that this this will be where they make or break the season. Where if they can make improvements where they need to make improvements right now into the conference play yeah. and get some momentum, then that'll be huge. I will say there is not a single person on the roster right now, playing like they should be in the NBA next year. Like, Musa Diabate shows flashes. Caleb Houston has had a couple games where he's made a lot of shots. Hunter Dickinson, like, if he continues the season like this, and I don't think it's all on him. because So I was at the last game against Minnesota, and, like, once Minnesota realized they didn't have to guard the perimeter, and they were, like, triple-teaming him. He was shooting over three guys instead of one or two. He was missing some. It's not all on Dickinson, but if Dickinson keeps yeah. playing like this and still goes pro, like yeah, I you just hate college at that point. I don't know, like yeah. Well, I think uh, that's part of the credit of why EJ Liddell has been even better this year than last year is even with losing Dwayne Washington and losing CJ Walker, two guards that were great shooters and great playmakers. They're like the guys that have stepped in, although they haven't been at that level, are still really good shooters and can still spread the floor. And EJ Liddell isn't getting double teamed and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now that we've seen some basketball, what are your updated guesses for the top five in basketball in the Big Ten? I got. I got. Are you gonna, you're gonna go first or me first? You can go first. We're gonna go like one, and then two, and then sure. Okay, I got my Buckeyes number one right now. I, I got. Think the, I think they're the best team in the conference. Right I now. still got Purdue, even though they. Struggled the last yeah. couple. Yeah. Yeah, they, after Purdue um, lost to Rutgers, not a good team. Uh, then struggled with NC State, went to overtime with NC State, also not a good team. Mm -hmm. I had to put Ohio State over them, but I still have Purdue number two. I have Ohio State number two. Nice, nice. Uh, number three, Michigan State. I have Michigan State number three as well. There They're we playing go. really well. They're exceeding our expectations Yeah, so uh, far. Uh, Illinois number four. I have Illinois number four as Look well. That. Michigan number five. Wisconsin number five. Oh, I have Michigan number five. I I'm, just think like, I'm just more down on Michigan than you are. I yeah, guess. I mean, past the top three, none of these. There's not like a really standout team in the Big Ten so far. Like none of them are ranked other than Ohio State, Purdue, and Michigan State. Yeah. And so I just think like Illinois and Michigan still have those established superstars and Dickinson and um, Kofi, and I just think that. That that what will get them into the top five. I hope you're right because I feel like at this point Michigan's going to be on the bubble and it's going to be a frustrating year. Yeah, but 
Uh, Big Ten notes and thoughts. I just got Purdue. What the heck? First number one ranking in school history, and then you nearly lose to NC State and lose to Rutgers. I got Michigan. What the heck? Yeah, I mean, that's fair. Juwan Howard gets this huge contract extension, and he's (laughs) four and four cents. Yeah. Well, I'm all right with it. Uh, Around the country thoughts. I mean, uh, like, Baylor is the obvious number one. They were unanimous, and I don't know. I don't understand, like, they're the – the defending national champions mm-hmm. couldn't think of the word defending apparently, but they're the defending national champions. I feel like they should have been number one all along, just because I mean I get they lose players and, and like that goes into the factor. But if you're the defending national champions, be number one. I don't. I don't. They it even if you're going to do out, right? preseason rankings, right? Yeah, make the yeah. defending champions number one. I, I mean especially in football. Yeah. Uh, I just hate preseason rankings. Basketball, I feel like the season's long enough. There's enough games that it right. ends up not mattering as much, but whatever. Uh, yeah, and there's enough teams that get into the postseason. Yeah. Uh, Memphis Lal. Penny Hardaway like might be the worst coach in the country. It's so funny how good his team is yeah. and how terrible they do because well, he sucks as a coach. Well, I think recruiting is a factor of coaching, so I think just the fact that he recruits well, would I would say he's not the worst coach. But coaching, well, coaching, like... Yeah, sure. Yeah, like uh, if he was just a recruiter, if he was like the director of recruiting, great. He would be maybe the best in the country. But like once the ball gets tipped, good night. Yeah, it's rough. He's bad. Uh, I don't understand. Like just today I read about a basketball player uh, considering Michigan, Kentucky, and Memphis, and it said – to expect this to be Memphis and Kentucky. And I was like, how does Memphis still get any... So, like, I can go and look bad on national TV? That sounds fun. I mean... I don't get it. You can be the one to help turn the program around. How many times can you say that in a row and get the guy and still suck? I mean, even if, like... Like, if, if these high-level recruits' goal is the NBA, if you're not winning in at the college level but you're still getting the information you need and the learning and experience you need from an established NBA star, like um, a retired NBA star, I think that it plays a factor still, too, even if you don't win the national championship. Maybe they're, they have higher goals than that than just going to just, just in going to the NBA. So I get that Michigan is starting out struggling this year. I would say you could get information from an NBA star, a former NBA star, and have a chance to actually win games. Yeah. Just go to Michigan. Yeah. I mean, people just might like Penny more. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, Gonzaga <laughs> has played all four of their ranked opponents this year and went 2-2. Two and two. Wow. Uh, one of their wins was the Texas, who I don't think is very good. One thing, one thing around the country that I don't get is, like, why is Michigan State ranked higher than Ohio State? Like, they both have two losses. Michigan State, they lost to better teams, yes, but they lost by double digits to both mm-hmm. teams. Both teams that Ohio State lost to were either ranked at the time or are ranked now. And they were both by single digits and came right down to the wire. And Ohio State has more quality wins. They hit, they beat Duke, who's number two, I believe, right now. And uh, they beat Seton Hall, who's ranked higher than anyone that Michigan State's beat. I just don't get why Michigan State's ranked higher. Uh, Tom Izzo. They just smoked Wisconsin? Like, Yeah. Yeah. Well, Wisconsin's not even ranked. They were ranked. I know. I'm just joking around. Yeah. Uh, let's preview Michigan and Ohio State's next games. They each... Don't play until Saturday, and that's yep. their only game until we record again. So Ohio State has the easier of the two games. Yeah. They're at Kentucky. 
Uh, I just put Ohio State wins. Yeah, I I'm, mean, I'm believing in Ohio State basketball right now. I mean, if they come out and play their game, I think they can win. Kentucky's coming off a bad loss against Notre Dame. I don't. I didn't check if they have a game between yeah, that game and then, but um, I do. I, I do usually like to pick a team like Kentucky with their great coach to bounce back after a loss like that. But I got to go with the Buckeyes here. I think they're rolling, and I think they established I think when they beat Kentucky, they'll be a top-ten team. Should be. Uh, Not if they beat Kentucky, when they beat Kentucky. Yeah. On the road, too. Um, Michigan at home against Southern Utah. Is there even a southern part of Utah? I thought it was just like... There's nothing there, so it's just you know the can last you say Southern Utah. The last time I said I didn't know the school, it was Tarleton State, and they gave Michigan a really good game. So <laughs> I'm not saying anything about Southern Utah. Uh, I did say Michigan by 25, and there's not going to be anything to take away. But you want to know what I typed in my notes? Yeah, just W I N. Michigan's going to win. It's That's like Southern yeah, okay. Utah. They, I mean, they better. Uh, I'm just even if Michigan wins by 50. They'll probably have made threes, but that doesn't mean they're going to make threes the next game, so. <laughs> uh, might be a long year. Um, viewer football questions. I'll let you go first. Was Kenneth Walker III snubbed as a Heisman finalist? I mean, no. I mean, I could pull up the stats, but it's honestly not worth my time. He was great. Don't get me wrong. He was the best player at his position, sure. But his st- stats simply do not stack up against previous Heisman finalists at his position. And he's a great running back. Don't get me wrong. I'm not discrediting that. He's the greatest player Michigan State's seen in a while. But should he have been a Heisman finalist? Maybe. Was he snubbed? No. What, what did he finish in the voting? Seventh or something? I think it was sixth, right? Sixth or seventh, Cause whatever. Because it was C.J. Straub was four, then it was the Alabama linebacker was five. I do think it's funny, like, the people in an uproar when they didn't know the top ten, like, what they finished. And they're like, what? He should have gotten an invite. Do you want to go and be like, ooh, I shouldn't have been here. Whatever. I did. Yeah, they based based the, like, they sent out the invites to the top. So few guys, they already know who won when Mm -hmm. they send out the invites. It's, like, the voters snubbed him, sure. It wasn't, yeah. Like, if that's what you're saying, yeah. So... They snubbed him, sure, I disagree. And I did get the the stats. Uh, No, he didn't get snubbed. Here's a list of all the running backs that were invited to to New York for the Heisman since 2010, I believe. Uh, That's all on top. Kenneth Walker is underneath. He has way fewer touchdowns than most of them, fewer yards than all of them. That's yards from scrimmage, not just rushing yards. The only one to actually win it was Derrick Henry, who had about 600 more yards from scrimmage and nine more touchdowns. And he shouldn't have won it. And he shouldn't have won it. Maybe the closest thing you've had to a Heisman candidate in a long time just wasn't as good as you think. I don't like. I don't know what to tell you. It was a down year, and he still wasn't good enough to finish in the top five. Yeah. Maybe it's your expectations that need adjusting, and not the Heisman voting. Yeah. I don't know. Like I think I think I saw a stat that of those guys, Christian McCaffrey was the only one that had less rushing yards, and it was like barely any less. But and he had a lot more receiving yards. Yeah, because the receiving yards, he's also a kick and punt returner right. and was electric at everything he did. And he should have won the highest men the year Derrick Henry won. I also, I had a couple of uh, people I, say to me, uh, well, he was leading after November. What happened? Well, er, going into November, what happened? Well, November happened, yeah. right? Well, I mean, yeah. you want a November Heisman? I saw, I saw a Michigan State fan tweet. It was like uh, 
someone said something similar to that. Like, November happened, that's when Kenneth Walker lost it. Mm-hmm. And then they showed the stats. They were like, here's his stats from um, November, and showed three games and not four games. They le- decided oh, to leave weird. out the 24 yards he had against Ohio State. I wonder why. But, and then say, well, he was hurt. Okay, so he should get credit for being hurt? Yeah. I don't know. Like, it's it's too bad that he had a few no-show or bad games, whatever. Because if he didn't, he may have been invited. But he didn't. Fun so. fact about Derrick Henry winning it. I yeah. actually, in high school, wrote an um, essay in English class about why Derrick Henry shouldn't have won the Heisman. Yeah. Stay, stay tuned after the credits. We'll have you read that. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, what did you think... Zach of Desmond Howard's jokes at the Heisman presentation. I'm I'm all for smack talk. It's fun. It's cool. Like as long as it's not going too far. Don't talk about anybody's mama. Um, but I think it was a little inappropriate for the setting. It was the Heisman Trophy ceremony. It's a ceremony. You're on stage. You're dressed nice. It's just I just thought it was a bad look and a bad taste. I mean, it, I think it's cool. I think it's the best. The coolest part about the Heisman Trophy ceremony itself. Other than like seeing a kid live out their dreams, is like usually the interactions between the players, even though they're on separate teams, are like really cool. Like like they seem like they're like get along and they're friends and they're cool. And he was just driving a wedge between guys that are up there just celebrating having a really good season. It, it seemed really awkward for Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah. Like I mean, Stroud, what are you gonna do? He just stood there and looked pissed. What else is he supposed yeah. to do? But Aiden Hutchinson, I thought seemed at least as uncomfortable. He was like, okay, let's move on. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'd be lying if I said I didn't laugh when I first saw it. Um, that said, I like the further I got from the first time I saw it, I don't like it. Like you said, it seems unprofessional, unnecessary, and inappropriate. Yeah. Uh, I don't care that much. We've been talking just uh, over text about bulletin board material, and I yeah. don't think it's – like I think if you need bulletin board material, you've already lost. But we it's still—it's like Desmond Howard. I—he was three and zero against Ohio State. If anyone can talk trash against Ohio State, I guess it's him. Yeah, it just wasn't the time or the place, and I don't think it was planned. Yeah, but it just uh, seemed like it was—it was his first opportunity to disrespect the Buckeyes on his, on that stage on behalf of his team in a long time. Yeah. Okay, so speaking of smack talk between Michigan and Ohio State, I just have this question flat on the table. If you had to bet your mortgage on if if, if one team was going to win the rivalry for ten the next ten years, Ohio State against Michigan, which team would you bet your mortgage on? To ask win the me. Next 10 years? Ask me in a month to see no, if, if Ryan today. Day leaves for Chicago. I'm asking you today. Ryan Day is the coach next ten years. Harbaugh is the coach the next ten years. Bet your mortgage. Who's winning for the next? Oh, 10 Michigan. Years? Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm not actually betting my mortgage. I know, but I know, but... Michigan. Yeah. No, Mike McDonald uh, made Ryan Day look not mm, very good. Mm. Or was it Aiden the Flu Hutchinson that I mean, made him they not They still look put up 27 good. points. I think, it, I, think Ooh. It, I think we could talk <laughs> about Gaddis. When's the last time they scored that few? They scored 28 earlier in the season. Ooh, so they're, ooh, they're really falling apart. Yeah, terrible. State of the program. Listen, listen. I think you could credit more Gaddis in his game plan and the way his side of the ball played than McDonald. Except going into the game, my mindset was like, okay, Michigan's going to have to score every time they get the ball. And that wasn't even the case because Mike McDonald – like they they threw for a ton of yards. I was joking beforehand about Stroud having a mediocre performance. He did good, but he still – he did only have two touchdowns. 
Yeah, I get that. Like, yeah. he didn't have a spectacular performance, and if he did, they probably would have won the game. But I'm not saying it's Stroud's fault they lost, because it's not at all. No. But, I don't I mean, it was a that. bend, but don't break defense, and they well, bent and didn't break. And if, my point is, like, if, like you said, they didn't have to score every drive, but if they don't score at the rate that they did, it's a different ball game, like. You, like it's a different way that the ball the, the the game's played. Michigan might have to run a different offense if they if they don't score the way they score. They might not be able to run the ball every play in the second half like they do. Yeah, I understand. If Ohio State's strategy going into next year is get new linebackers, are the new freshman linebackers going to be better than this year's young line? You know what I mean? Like they, it, it, the weather. I thought the weather was going to help Michigan. I don't think the weather mattered. Yeah, I don't think it mattered much. No, that's what I mean. Like the thing, the thing is, though, I think I think talking about the flu is a factor. Like I'm not making excuses or anything, but when you have the flu, I just listen, think it's funny. Listen, you're like look, quoting look, CJ look, Stroud look, saying, look, "I'm not look, making look. an excuse." Yeah. Having said that, the the flu. Okay. Aiden Hutchinson, we should nickname him the flu. Listen, the flu in the cold is a different animal than the flu when it's 55 degrees out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you agree. I here's what I think: there, uh, they could have been healthy. They were not tackling Hassan Haskins. Look, listen. I I had been I was sick this past weekend. Yeah. And I'd be inside, feel fine. Step out in the cold, got chills, felt like crap instantly. It's it's a factor. Like okay. whether you want it to be or not, it's a factor and. Like, I still think, like, Ohio State should have won anyway. I think Ohio State's a heck of a lot more talented, and mm-hmm. Ohio State, in my opinion, should be the better team. Obviously, Michigan was the better team that day, but if they played again, I don't know if I'd pick Michigan. But I don't know who would be tackling Hassan Haskins if they played again. I just think if somebody would. I mean, you'd think it's they would have at some point last game. Uh, anyways, Tweet of the Week? Yeah, my Tweet of the Week is just... The picture of C.J. Stroud standing by, standing up there, just staring down Aiden Hutchinson. What's your What's your tweet of the week? My tweet of the week is C.J. Stroud standing up there. This I just I saw that picture and I was like, this is his villain origin story. Yeah, I love it. Uh, I hope it's his villain origin story. Yeah, I mean, I hope he's the villain from like Despicable Me and not like <laughs> Joker. Hey, don't act like Vector was not a solid villain. Okay. <laughs> he kind of looks like um, I mean we'll see if CJ Stroud transfers once Ryan Day leaves for Chicago who yeah. knows <laughs> it'll be interesting Ryan Day isn't going anywhere alright uh, that's it that's it for this week next week we're going to do football uh, bowl game previews and predictions we're also hey, going to give oh. our idea for the college football playoff yeah you're going to want to which, that I've got a gold idea that that's well, I mean mine's better no. but that's fine um uh <laughs> ESPN's going to broadcast it, I think. We're getting picked up by Barstool also. So uh, just, you know, we'll be everywhere. People are going to hear these ideas. You could be the first to hear them by tuning in next week. Uh, With that, go to Quality Dairy, buy some uh, eggnog eggnog, uh, and donuts. As (laughs) always, buy their donuts. Like, subscribe, follow, share, uh, rate, review, all that. Uh, And with that, we'll see you next week. Go Blue. Go Buckeyes. (laughs) 